Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. Dungeons and Junkies presents Tales of Meridian, episode 7, Wanted. Last time in Dungeons and Junkies presents Tales of Meridian. After accepting a job from Adam Salier to bring down the mayor and his suspected crimes, Israel, Amadeus, and Edmund agree to deliver the documents to Rowan Gray, the mayor's assistant. But in doing so, they ran right into a trap. Alakir's assistant was murdered by Alakir himself, and the documents were taken. Now, on the hunt in Wanted, how will the group do? Or will this mistake be their end? Let's find out. As the three of you head off in, um, the direction of Adam's house. Um, we cut across town. At the um, Sleeping Island Inn. Nathaniel, what have you been up to this evening? I mean, Nathaniel's mainly been watching the storm because he can travel in storms. It's just annoying, and he's like, "Ugh, I'm gonna have to waterproof all my supplies." <laughs> it's basically got like a seat by the window, like some mead in front of him and is just kind of glaring at the clouds. <laughs> As you listen to the um, annoying, yeah, calming rain out of the um, window, it's beautiful silence. The fire crackles away in the fireplace, the rain patters the window and roof. It's peaceful. You're enjoying a drink. It's nice and peaceful. You're getting paid to first thing tomorrow morning, then you could be on your way. And then, from the outside out in the um, hallway, you start hearing shouting from Edmund. Nathaniel, are you here? And knocking on doors as you hear another person from another room at the top of his voice. <laughs> Sorry, Nathaniel. And then you hear a knock on your door. Are you in here, Nathaniel? Go open the door with the most annoyed expression I can muster. What? As you open the door saying that, you see an absolutely drowned in worn out looking Edmund. Nothing went to plan. Ro Rome was killed. Okay, get, get in, in here town. first. Jesus. Okay. okay. As he, as he steps in the room. Shut the door and I chuck a towel at him. Thank you. Okay, words. Speak the words. Right. We went to 
to meet Rowan. Everything was going to plan. Turns out Luen was there as well. The um, the writer who is going to um, use the information that we found to criminalize Alec here. But turns I out I don't know who that is, and I don't care. Turns out Alec here was waiting there. He um, killed Rowan and managed to get away with the um, documents. From what we gather, he's um, heading back to his house to pack up and leave town. But if he gets away with that information and knowing that we're involved, is he knows the three of us and two others that he hasn't identified are involved. But if he gets out of town, then we're fucked. Why are you talking to me and not going straight to his house? Because I think we're all in danger, so I thought it makes sense to find you and Anya before getting back to Adam. Um, Amadeus, Azriel, and Luen are heading back to Adam's house, make sure he's alright. Is turns out Alec here was hoping that Adam would show up and not a group of strangers. He planned to take out the three of them in one foul swoop and take the documentation with him. But obviously, some other people turning up means it didn't quite go to plan for him. And it now means he's going to be watching to see whoever turns up to Adam's house to identify the two people he doesn't know and any other loose ends he needs to eliminate. Possibly. I don't know. I, I, agreed, I agreed to help a friend and look at where this has turned out. Yeah, you're telling me. I. This is why I don't get involved with inner city bullshit. Okay, what's the plan? Because I can travel in this storm, but you lot, I can not imagine sleeping rough in this weather. Um. Well, I think our game plan is. I don't know. It's. I think we. I think what we're going to suggest is. What I've been thinking is going to Alakir's house. And for all it's it's all I've got. He's he's a good swordsman, but it seems to have a little bit of magic to him, but there's only so many people you can take head on by yourself. Right, where's his house? It's um, west side of the town. It's it by itself, right on the um, also hills. We can't miss it, but okay. Obviously, still need to go back and get the others. And I don't even know where Anya lives. I know she lives in this town, but I don't know exactly where she lives. Does she? Where does she work? Um, she tends to go from town to town, but she mostly works here. Well, um, ask the barkeep. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll see you downstairs in a second. I'm gonna go to this Alakir's house, because I work best from range and someone needs to establish he's still here. Just send the others over when you find them. Because if we all go to Adams, we're going to get surrounded by the city guard and killed. Okay. I'll do, I'll, I'll do that. Is he or she a 
pat the shoulder and <laughs> charges out the room. Let me just roll for for expediency. Let me. Just... I could be drinking in the bar still, but it's still open. You did give them your address, but again, they aren't here. Yeah, I thought. They're I thought... in the side street. <laughs> yeah, true. It's about ten o'clock at this point. So would Anya still I'd... be here? Or... I probably would have gone back to get my coin. Yeah. As you're sat in the um, bar and one of the quieter stools, just having a um, one last drink before you head home for the evening, not seeming to notice all the commotion. Is let's just say you went to the bathroom. Uh, coming back up from the bathroom and finishing off your drink, you see charging down the stairs a rather tired and drenched-looking Edmund. As he looks over to um. Pierre at the um, bar for like doing a double take and seeing you in the corner and charging over. Oh, thank God you're still here. What's, what is I wrong? Sh- Calm down. Oh, d- 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 he, he looks uh, he looks around noticing there are people here and people are staring. Some people are staring. Calm down. What do Everything- I do for you? Everything's gone wrong. Uh, we need to go back to Adam's. As he leans forward, trying to um, whisper best he's ca- as he can. We're all a target. That includes you. I'll explain uh, when on the way. I'm just Won't walking you? down the stairs right now, like armed with my coat on, just like, uh, <laughs> fucking morons. Um, I will look at Nathaniel and fly like, and just like raise both eyebrows and say, eh, okay. Let me get my coat. Pierre, um, I may be late for my shift tomorrow. And uh, I will finish my drink. (laughs) He rolls his eyes at that comment, but just gives you a nod as he continues to clean the last glasses of the evening. Yeah, so pull the hood up. Oh, like, like. So, where are we? So. Back to Adam, you say, yeah? Okay. I'm not going Just... that way because it's a dumb idea. Oh, well, he said that you fill me in point what's going on. Nathaniel, could you tell me what's going on? Right. I'm yes. going to outside, I guess, we're having a conversation at this point. It's yeah, I went outside. Okay, I've got, I've, got, I've got an umbrella, I've got, it, I've got it up over my shoulder sort of thing. My feathers are getting damp and they don't like it. I offered, I offered an umbrella to Nathaniel. No, it's okay. Once they get damp, I'm... it's just kind of... Sorry. I'll shake them off later. Anyways. Right. They went to do the meet-up <clears throat> thing with the information and... Yeah. The, you know, the po- the political thing we didn't want to part in. No. I'm, I'm mayor, it went south. The mayor killed his assistant. What? As in, was in... was, like, stabbing him. Like, stabbed him and I guess is now framing us for everything. Damn, he I'm doesn't really... actually know who we are. I put it well. I pretend to be his daughter. Um, okay, he'll probably know who you are very quickly. Well, no, no, she, no. He, uh, he was there at the time when I pretended to be his daughter, to be fair, so he probably doesn't know that. That's the, that's, that's, that, 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 now's not the time to, don't, let's not get bogged down of who pretended to be who and... Right, 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 right
I'm going to Alakir's place because if he leaves town with the information, then we're all fucked. And he wants Adam dead. So presumably, he's probably sending armed guards over there. And you know. Where have you sent the other two? They're going to Adam's, I assume. We, we managed to get the um, journalist who's framing Alakir out there alive. The three of them are heading back to Adam's. I know Adam doesn't look like a lot, but he he can handle himself, especially with Codsphere there. But, okay. Ooh, I'll go back there now <laughs> and let the other two know what you're doing, Nathaniel. I, I, I'm going to go with Nathaniel. Um, not that I need my help, but mainly because I want to be of help. Two, high, two pairs of eyes are better than one. Exactly. I, I would... I would suggest maybe getting them out of there quickly. Adam included. All of them out of there. If in doubt, booby trap the place. Well, trust me, he's got his house is full of booby traps. Okay, then get them right. out of there. That's your yeah. one job. Right. Good luck, you two. Be careful. I draw my dagger and follow Nathaniel. Right. Nathaniel kind of starts jogging. He jogs a bit slower so Anya can keep up. I've got 30 feet of movement, so I'm alright. I was more on the fact that I'm like 6'4 and you're there with your little legs. Uh, I've, got, I've got some stamina, so I, I reckon I can keep up. Yeah, Anya has plenty of stamina. Behave your th Alex! <laughs> get in the bin. I'm just going on Matt's words, not mine. Oh, you bitch! Yeah, I agree with Kerry. Kerry undid their camera just to shake their head and shame at you. <laughs> I'm so did Chad! And Chad's just doing the shocked Pikachu meme, apparently. Oh dear. No, I thought Right, Anya, you live here. Where's Where exactly is his house? I need a high vantage point. Okay, um... I would know where that is. Um, exactly, uh, DM, yeah? We run that it's way. It's side of town. It's west side of town, it's got its own um, walkway up, it's sat on the hills, it's beautiful, it's obnoxious. Would I... It's very would I, a rich... He's a very rich man. Would I know of any, like, towers or anything like that with a good vantage points to good scope it or not? He's never actually been up there, so you would need to get closer to the property first. Okay. Okay, so I... So... I think my house is not... Well... Whereabouts is the tavern we're coming from in relation to the property? For the sake of simplicity, I put the, um, the floating island in just off of the um, town square. So the floating island in is basically slap bang in the middle of um, also Pass. Okay, so we're just going west. Okay, cool. So about a 10 minute job. Okay. <clears throat> and it's absolutely pissing it down, isn't it? It's terrible weather. I'm glad I wore more my jogging pumps. Just keeps running. <laughs> make Willis, make me a Make me a D twenty roll. Tell me if it's odd or even. It's an odd nine. Um, as you're running, um the thunder and lightning going off, the rain getting heavier, the wind starting to blow sideways, you hear a snapping noise as you look up at your umbrella and it's like snapped upwards and the um, cover the fabric cover has just been completely torn off 
I swear in halfing. I ignore you because I basically like fold it up if I can and like stick it behind me like a sword. I'll fix it later. Is what I say to myself. Uh, it takes about 10, 15 minutes to get across town as you um eventually come up to this large property. It's um it's more like a modern white stone property with um dark blue roofs pool on the outside on the um hills no no towers around it and surprisingly no guards you can see as you look at this um, two-story property there's no lights on downstairs but there's a couple lights on upstairs okay uh Anya, how... If you had to, like, get a front door open, how good are you at that? Well, normally, I've got a man on my arm, so I don't really have to up and pick a lock on it. I'm let in, usually. Well, can you just blast... Like, if the door isn't locked, can you just blast it open? Uh... If you wish, reach for I'm my loot. Just, I'm just on the fact that <laughs> I can fly. So I was going to go up and through a window. I'm more of the words and the music. But what I can, can you do that's useful here? I, well, I can blast it open with my magic. But it makes a hell of a noise. Well, that was kind of what I was thinking. Because if you blast the thing, he's looking at the front door, I come in the back. I can do that, yeah. I can do that, yeah. I can do that, yes. And the good thing, and the good thing about it is, if this storm going, it's gonna feed in quite nice to it as well. And if you want, I can always, uh, if we're trying to scare someone, I can always help with that as well. But it's less scaring and more just making sure he doesn't. If he's coming after us, yeah. Or if he's sending people after us, I'd rather nip this in the bud now. Yeah. Uh, given my background, before I kind of dump, jump, like, flap up and yeet myself through a window, can I set a hunting snare just behind where Anya would be going in? Uh, yeah, make me a, um... It's not for you, what's Anya. Your high, what's your highest stat? Wisdom or dex, they're the same. Okay, roll me a um, d20 and add your wisdom and dex together on it. And so if he goes sprinting out the front door to get away from us, he then get caught in the snap. Add wisdom and dex. That is 22. It's fairly effective. The, um, the, storm, covers, the storm covers it for the most part. And... It looks like with enough of a target, we'll capture. Anya, this yes. is here in case he sprints out the front door away from us. Lovely. Do not step at it. I make a note of it, so later on, I will make sure that I do not step in it. Right. On your go. Okay. Um, at this point, Anya 
and just sort of like reaches back and she like trying to pick between three different instruments on her back. She's got her harp, she's got her lute, and her hand drum. And then just hides on the lute. And starts to strum. Like, like, Vroom! Nathaniel rolls his eyes, shuffs, like, flaps out his wings, and will jet up and essentially, like, foot, feet first with his heavy boots on through one of the lit up windows. That's noted. Okay, as you go through that, I cast Thunderwave on the door. Okay, just give us a quick description of what Thunderwave does, Willis. Thunderwave, I've wanted you to do so long. Um, a wave of thunderous force sweeps out from me. Uh, every creature in a 15-foot cube originally from me must make a constitution thing throw on a failed wave. It takes 2d8 thunder damage and is pushed 10 feet away. On a successful wave, it takes half of damage and isn't pushed. In addition, unsecured objects that are completely within the area of fate are automatically pushed 10 foot away from you by the spell's effect, and the spell emits a thunderous boom audible 300 feet away. And in this storm, it's going to work. Yeah. Yeah, and in this storm, it's going to be effective because it's going to sound like a storm from a door open. So it's perfect. Okay, so that is six and a seven. So that is. 13 thunder damage and the door that flung open. Well, we don't know, quite know that yet, Willis. I'm hoping. I'm sorry, I, I didn't know what the end this evening. Sorry, it's what I was wanting. It's what I was wanting to happen, sorry. The smash of the window as the Asmar flies in and a bang of noises. The doors swing open. The locks completely charged. Meanwhile, as we um, cut back through the streets, the um, rumble um, traveling across the um, city, followed by a crack of lightning. We come back to the house where we see um, Luen, Amadeus, and Azriel running up to the front door. You can see, as you run up to the front door, a... Um, the door has been broken off of its hinges and lays flat on the ground. But it's silent. That you don't hear any signs of a struggle. Uh, as we approach, I make a perception check to see if we're being watched in any way. Make me a perception check, but with disadvantage, please, as the weather isn't really on your side. Uh, natural one. You, you look, but you almost, like, jump as you hear a, um, shout from the inside of the house, seeming to pick up anything around you. Uh, just looking back at Azriel, I think that, uh, Benefactor may be in some sort of trouble. We should move quickly. And I will kind of charge into the house and try and make my way back to 
probably the office uh, where we got the assignment. Um, as you run back into the house and start making your way up the stairs, you notice to the left-hand side at the top of the stairs, you see um, the two war-forged Godsphere holding a um, what looks like a tiefling in like a mixture of half plate in roguelike armor, trying to um, pry um, Codfear's hands off of his face as Codfear just holds him by the face up in the air as he looks back at you. Hi, you're back. What wonderful timing. It appears we have been attacked by these strangers. Yes, we are back to make sure everything is going okay. As I can see, you have this one under control. Are there other attackers in the house? Oh, yes, but they have been swiftly dealt with. As many people do, they underestimate Adam's ability. Um, most of them are dead, apart from this one, who might be worth keeping alive, given what Adam told me about questioning people. Only I'm not really sure on what kind of questions would be answered in this situation, and given that he is been trying to stab me and broke his sword trying to stab me, he's not very much a talkative individual. As you hear just what sounds like muffled swearing through the um, hand over this tiefling's face. Oh, well, I am sure that if we keep this one alive, we can find a way to get them to talk to us and tell them exactly who sent them and why they were sent here. Because I do know that they can hear me right now, and I can guarantee that the construct that holds them currently would have no problems in squishing their head like a grape if need be. So the fact that their curse words are not the words of telling us exactly why they are here and who sent them and how quickly they are willing to turn on said individual are reasons to believe that they do not value their own life. This is a good point, Mr. Cometa. You are something of a poet yourself. No, no. Just here trying to make sure that this individual, if the rest of his friends are dead, at least one of them will survive this encounter. But they must make some considerations if they wish to leave this building as one of the living, it appears. At this point, as you say that a um, door swings open from the office, is um, Adam walks out with a howbeard, um, bit drenched in blood, his, um, with um, his maid Breeson behind him. He has like a weird, like purple glow to him that seems to fade as the three of you return and. It seems that stance that he had as he walked out of the office seems to fade as he almost whittles a bit, becoming an old man again. Did not. None of this went to plan, it seems. Where's Edmund? 
Edmund went to retrieve our other compatriots. But it, it looks like your associate Codsphere has left us with one of these individuals to question. Adam. Good, good. Codsphere, you're good at what you do. Put him down, he won't. And if he tries to make a run for it, grab him again. Oh, absolutely, sir. He will not see what's coming. Is he just slams the um, Tivlin onto the ground, letting him, letting him go? Is he, like, holds his face for a second? I can't help! Oh, shit, I'm in trouble. As he sits on the ground looking at the rest of you. His face just ever so slightly bruised from where these fingers were holding him. No problem, Gary. Well, this is now the part where you turn on whoever sent you and tell us everything that you know in hopes that you will survive this encounter. As none of your compatriots will be leaving this building, obviously, as all of their lives have already been taken. So, this is now your choice. Will you give every opportunity that you have to survive? Or will you simply let this Warforge here crush your head like a fruit? Oh, fuck yeah. I'm not, I'm not dying for this job. Um, Alec here. Or Mayor Morin, rather. Um, need us to take out Adam. We've been sitting on this contract for a little bit. Had a um, free housing in the city on over in the east side. Just waiting for the um, signal. And the signal was tonight. But he looks up to um, Adam with somewhat fear. Is this older looking man, bearing in mind you can tell he's like real late 60s Adam he's just like holds this halberd seeming, seemingly unfazed and unworn by this encounter yeah I'm not dying for this fuck this. what you want to know do you have proof that the mayor is the one that paid you to have Adam killed? Um, not on me, no, but my, um, our leader, the, um, Half-Orc, he had a letter on it. It's got the agreements and the details. It hasn't got Alakir's name on it, but it's signed with his initials. The half orcs in my office, or well, is dead in the office, so I'll grab that letter. As he turns, Adam turns back, opening the door to go grab that letter. Well, the real question then is what do you actually have to offer in any regards to helping us in this sense? If the letter is all that you have to offer, that is what we have. You have nothing left to play. So, sir, what do you have to offer for your life at this moment? At that, um, at that moment, 
Edmund does come through the door looking a bit like plastered with um, rain. Reason seeing him does um, light up and heads down the um, stairs to see how he's doing. As um, Adam comes back out of the office with the letter, the Tiefen looks back up to you. Look, man, I'm just trying to make a living out here. It's it's a rough world. People don't pay enough. It's, this is being a bandit. It's the only real way to make any money. you got to see where I'm coming from, right? Looking this man dead in the eyes, I would like to, as my hand extends, have my pistol extend from my hand, and I would like to f- shoot this man dead in the forehead. As he says that, you got to do what you got to do. There's just a um, loud gunshot through the house. <laughs> it connects through one through his um, his forehead and out the other end as he collapses onto the ground. As Amadeus will turn and look at the other three, he had outlived his usefulness, and a debt must be paid. He made an attempt on your life, and his life must be paid in that debt. Adam gives you a nod, because the the way he is, his mindset, you know he would have, the tiefling wouldn't have left here alive if Adam had his way anyway. Godsphere breaks the silence after that comment. Well, I suppose I should start cleaning up. After all, that door's not going to fix itself. And with a, with a, um, just his joyful stride, he just, like, hoists up the corpse and starts heading down the hallway. Right. Edmund, up here. It's good to see you're alive. It was, it was a, um, rough one. The Rowan, who said not to trust turned out to actually be on our side before Alakir killed him. He's... He's in the city. I... tried to convince Nathaniel and Anya to come back this way, but they decided they want to head straight to his home and stake it out. Gosh, sounds like something I would have done at their age. Right. Alright. Seems the job's changed. Well, it appears then that we have business elsewhere at this Alokir's abode. Do you have this address? And Azriel, would you deign to accompany me as well, as it appears that our friends Anya and Nathaniel may need some assistance? I mean, sure. There's... I'm this far, whatever this far is, with hand gestures. Azrael's just largely confused by everything that's going on. Once again, Amadeus will smile at Azrael. I know that everything going on here seems very wild and a bit unscrupulous, but do not worry, Azrael. I will lead you to the right path. 
Just follow me. I promise to get you to where you belong. Disregarding every rule their grandma ever taught them about not talking and going with strangers, they will go. And Edmund seeming to um, be ready to go just gives um, Greeson a quick kiss and a hug before he turns to you guys ready to go. Um, you hear a shout from the top of the stairs as Adam's cleaning his howbeard. Listen, if you can, ideally, if we can capture him, that would be better, because we have the evidence to... If we, Since we have the evidence, <coughs> to have him as well would be better. But at the end of the day, if he has to die, then... It doesn't matter. Kill him if necessary, but ideally bringing him back alive would have much more closure for the people affected in this town. We will do our best. No promises can be made, of course, but we will do our best. As, as he gives you one last nod, the whatever energy he seemed to be releasing when this fight occurred seems to be completely wearing away as his age starts to show again quite rapidly. Edmund gives gives um, Adam one last nod and journeys out the door with you. So, after a fair sprint through the town, um, you guys start to walk up the hill. Is at this point followed very quickly by the sound of lightning, you hear a large bang of thunder from where you are, just up the street. But as you hear this bang of thunder coming from the house, we cut back to Anya and Nathaniel. Nathaniel, as you crash through this window into a um, bedroom and Anya, the doors fly open with a bang. What do you two want to do? I mean, can I... What room did I land in and can I see anyone? Um, as you crash through the window, shouting FBI open up, you um, <laughs> see quite a, quite a beautiful... Um, and on the bed is a um, packed suitcase, but no one's in this room. What do I see having opened the door downstairs? Um, coming into the house, you're met with a pitch black hallway only lit up by the occasional bolt of lightning outside. Okay. So no lights at all in here. No window. You can only see candlelight in upstairs. Okay, cool. <clears throat> um, right. Well, in that case, then we need to we need to sort that straight away. Um, do I have? Yes, I have. I have a candle in my in my backpack. I'm gonna light one of my candles, and I'm gonna look around down here. Um, as you start to make your way 
as you like finish lighting your candle, putting your um, tinderbox away, you hear the sound of footsteps. And as you turn round, you do see um, Amadeus, Azriel, and Edmund running up the driveway. Um, actually, before we continue with that, can Azriel's the most perceptive? So, Azriel, can you make me a perception check, please? Because obviously a snare was left in the walkway. I hate people. You hate Alex. Yeah, that too. I feel like I've walked into a weird conversation at this point. Uh, that's an 11 plus 8. Yeah, that's high enough. As you, um, as the three of you are running up this path, you suddenly see in the glint of lightning a um, rope playing on this walkway, sort of shut, covered by the um, rain and shadows of the trees around you. But you just catch it as you start to round this bend up towards the house. What a peculiar place to leave a rope. <laughs> Where's your brother DM? Um, would they have heard the thunder wave going off? Because it's 300 feet of rain, the noise. Yeah, I, did, I did say they heard that. That's cool, cool. What they heard as they run up to the house. And as you spot this um, snare laying on the ground, the three of you see Anya in the doorway of this like obliterated entranceway in the smashed window upstairs. <laughs> Silhouetted by lightning. <laughs> a loot in one hand, a candle with the other. Ah, taking the stealthy approach, I see. Good to see you, okay. <laughs> as as Azriel said, I do hope there is more of a plan than just you banging down the front door here. I'm just doing what I'm told this time. Um the one who can fly is upstairs. I'm not sure what's happening up there. Um, Edmund said that it went south. Can you guys elaborate a little bit? The guy was just panting the whole time. Yes, I know you're there, Edmund. But... <laughs> Edmund's like, right here. Yes, but you are—you made no coherent sense earlier. You were like, run here. You always ended into what we thought was a trap. Okay, so... Amadeus, Azriel, would you kindly fill me in properly, rather than panting McGee here? Ooh, oh, I'm sorry that we almost died. You got you almost got kebabbed. No, I saw a guy get kebabbed. We do not have a lot of time to go over everything that occurred. Just know that we were not betrayed. We were just. Unfortunately, underprepared for the situation that we walked into. The mayor seems to be a bit more wily than we thought he to be. So, we do need to move quickly though, as he is moving quickly against us. He has already dispatched multiple men to Atom's place. That were dispatched, but that means that he is moving quickly. So we must as well move quickly, Anya. Yeah, okay. whilst they all have a cup of tea and a gossip, can I try and find this fucker? Well, I'm in the doorway still, so I didn't get in the door, so... Sorry. Yeah, there's nothing in the bedroom, so you 
crack open the door because let's be honest the self approach is gone at this point so swing it open the that door was the point it was a pincer maneuver yeah and apparently she's just stood in the doorway chatting well she can't get past me can you without going past me fine Azrael goes under anya's armpit and into the house thank you sensible child they're shorter than you they can do that <sighs> <sighs> Why does Nathaniel have the one brain cell of the party today? Well, I mean, we weren't allowed to finish our conversation first. These things can happen simultaneously. Sip, sip. What do I see in the next room? Walking open the door and going onto the hallway, you see two doorways. You see a doorway at the end of this, um, um, balcony area where there's one other door close over with the light on and you see a set of double doors right in the middle is there light coming from under either of the doors um yep there's light coming from the office area and the um room over to the left well i mean Breaching Claire, as it were. I'm going full SWAT team now. I've crashed through a window. Uh, I've got my... I've got my sword and my shortbow, because the longbow wouldn't really work in here, but the shortbow would. So I'm just gonna... I'll go to the double doors first. And kind of, I will slam them open in case he stood behind them, so then it'll hit him in the face if he's behind them. And just scan the room. Well, I'll bang you, swing these two doors open. Finding yourself in quite a large office. But appears to be empty. I'm just kind of... I'm trying to figure out exactly where he is. Why is happening upstairs? Can I be checking? Is there any room downstairs to check or not really? Yeah, there's the regular stuff, the kitchen, the lounge, a um, um, library, um, scouting around the ground floor of the house. Yeah, I'll be I'll be scouting around the ground floor as I can with a candle. Yeah, you don't really find much other than the odd supplies being taken here and there around the house. But yeah, I'm very looking for him. Here. <laughs> and if I don't, don't find him, I'm going to... If I don't find any, him down there, I'm going to say, like, must be, he clearly must be upstairs, guys. We should probably go and join the farm, as it were. I draw my blade. If he's come in from, like, obviously we're all pissing wet. And if he's come from outside as well, it means he's wet. So there's got to be some kind of wet footprints or just kind of slightly damper carpet than its recesses of where he's been. I'm just going to follow the traces of where he's been. So if it's like he only popped in here to grab something, then I'll go look at the other room. In every situation, that would seem like the case, but what's off about this is there's no real sign that 
anyone has actually been in the house. Like, you saw the bag packed and you've come in here and there are lit candles that seem to be, like, getting close to um, going out. And there's, like, stacks of paper. So someone's been in the office, but there's no signs of someone coming from the rain. So there's been signs of activity inside the house, but there's no no damp trails or anything. I want this guy's drying routine, Jesus. Is there a basement or a basement entrance? Uh, not that you're able to find on the ground floor. Yeah, I might have suggestions then. I'll kick in the other door, and if he's not in there, I'm going to go root through his suitcase. Did you go and do that? Um, and you said you were going upstairs. Yeah. Um, yeah. What you want to What you want to do is you see um, Nathaniel heading to this down the hallway on the left hand side. You've got the office directly in front of you, and you can see a bedroom over to the right hand side with the open door. Well, I can see I can see the doors that have been open. I'm guessing they're the doors that Nathaniel's been through. So there's no point going to those ones. Um. I'm just going to go back to find you up, like, to follow. Okay, that's fine. What are you two doing? Uh, Amadeus, I think, watched uh, Anya search the floor, the ground floor, and Azriel also look about for a basement entrance, and hearing the commotion upstairs, just looking at Azriel, I do believe it best if we wait here in case that someone tries to sprint out a door. We can stop them here or we can assist our compatriot quickly if they need our assistance. Sounds like a plan. And I think Amadeus would close the front door behind them. Like lift it back up so that there is Yep. But it doesn't quite close anymore. Like, you can push it over, but the lock has been annihilated. That's, that's fine. You but just it, have, like, a burnt char of wood. It's at least uh, something. And we kind of just take position, kind of leaning against this area, watching the whole area, just trying to make sure nothing could be, you know. They, they saw that the mayor could go invisible, so Amadeus is fully on his guard. Um, Edmund is probably going to head upstairs. Let's see. Let the dice decide. He's going to go look in the office. Um, as the two of you walk up, Nathaniel giving you a nod before kicking open the door. The door swings open with a crack as you find like a beautiful marble bathroom with a um a large um bathing tub right in the middle of it. But nevertheless empty of any people. Mm. Well, his suitcase is in the bedroom. He hasn't taken it yet. Ah. Oh. So if we take it, he can't leave. I mean, he can, and he probably has money on him, but it's worth seeing if he's 
put the incriminating documents in there or not. Good idea. Let's go this way. I turn on my heel. Go. This bathroom is weird. Leaving the um, rich man's bathroom behind. There's um, a whole room going... just a washing. <laughs> you're going back to the bedroom. And yeah, what are you up to? Are you following Nathaniel or you see Edmund ruffling around the desk and looking at documents and Nathaniel heads into the um bedroom on the right. What do you want to do? I'm trying not to be an idiot. Anya's Anya's gonna go to the bedroom and look through the, and look through the wardrobes and dresses. Um looking through the wardrobe and dresses, you I'm looking to see how, I'm looking to see if there's anything or anything significant he's taken. If there's anything um, like, is there, is, there, is there a specific suit that I, that he's memorable for wearing, sort of thing, he's taken that, something? Sort of is it, is he packing light, or is he packing for, to come back at some point? I'm trying to, like, leaving, taking important clothes. Looking through his gear, it, it seems like he's not taking a lot. Um, the only thing of real significance you find is a ring, a little silver one. And as you hold it up, you do get the sense it has a magical property to it. Hmm. Can I tell what kind of property it's got on it? What, sorry? Can I tell what kind of magical property? Uh, that would require you to study it, so unless you were to spend an hour to study it or get it evaluated by a um, shopkeeper at a magic item store, Back it on. would take about an hour to work out what the ability is. Yeah, now I've got time, unfortunately. I will note it, though. So you're taking it with you, or you keep... Or you oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's in the bag. Okay, just make... Just make note that it's in your um, equipment then. Magic outfit. In bag. Magic outfit? I said ma magic ring. Oh. Magic ring in a pile of outfits, but it seems like it's really got... light. It'd be a long time, sorry. <laughs> That's fair. You crack open the suitcase and it's empty but then some stones sat in it hmm interesting do I see that? yeah you can see see it as you take a step forward noticing the suitcase is kind of empty you see it's just got like three or four small rocks in it Oh no. 
Yes, Anya? This is the sort of trick someone plays if they're trying to disguise something being inside a, su a suitcase. I mean... Yes? What do you ascertain from this? I'm just trying... Why has he left the fake one here? I mean, there's no real trace of him having been here at all. I'm sure he's got to come back to switch thing at some point. Or he's already switched it. I don't know. Are we too late, even? I mean, I don't know how this town works, but sometimes important figures have two homes, as it were. One for public entertainment like balls and events and meetings and one there's like a private home does he have more one home do you do i know okay um i've got to me i don't know if he's got more than one home unfortunately but Right, well, unless he's about to jump out invisible and stab us, he's not here. So, let's tell the others. Indeed. Edmund, you find anything? I've just dug through the desk and it's... As he, as he feels underneath, can you hear a flick noise? And as you hear this click, the um, a bookcase on the right-hand side just moves forward like an inn. people are weird you two downstairs would have probably heard the um this because it was quite loud the movement but you just would have heard the bookcase moving forward in clicking into place from where you are downstairs i would shout down the stairs we found a secret passage Does it look like a long passage, or should we join you, is what I am asking. Well, there's no tracks in the house of him being here, and his suitcase is full of rocks. So, he's probably long gone. Well then, ascertaining any information that he may have in a secret passage? seems to be our best course of action. And I will accompany you up there. And Amadeus will once again. Azriel, if you wish, you may accompany us. Otherwise, uh, you may stay here and keep guard. Otherwise, I am going to go and see where this secret passage leads. Uh... Not to be that person, but should someone wait outside in case it closes again? 
you know, I uh, I do not know. I have not seen the passage. I do not know if it is one of those that looks like it could collapse in. But we shall see when we get there. You have a very wise mind for the young age that you are, Azriel. This, it kind of makes sense to me that if it opens from the outside, you could probably close it from the outside and trap someone in there. You are wise beyond your years, Azriel. But let us make haste and make our way upstairs. You, the two of you, make your way upstairs. You can see um, Edmund at this bookcase as he slides his hand round in, starts to pull it out, and it reveals a um, singular um, dark oak door behind it. As he puts it tight against the um, back wall, it seems to be on like a. Um, the best way to describe it. The bookcase that's even sort of hidden by the carpet in here. You could see a um, singular wheel dug deep into the carpet as he pushes it through and it leaves the um, trail behind. You see this wheel on the bookcase. Even how fresh the Patrick given how fresh the patch of carpet is, though, you can guess this door doesn't get open very much. Gotta say, he's got style. I ignore that. I mean, arsehole, obviously, but style. Wow. Spooky passageway. Do you need a candle? If you want, I can try and disconnect the lever, so it can't be shot on us. I mean, it's worth a shot. I was going to wedge something in the door. If you do that, I'll disconnect. What are you wedging in the doorway? Oh, I have a bu- way, I guess. I have a bunch of like wooden stakes for some reason. My inventory is always fun to look at in these campaigns because you know sometimes I have holy water, sometimes I have manacles. I've like um, wood- um, wooden stakes that you wedge in the ground. From the fenton rope. Look, Gerald is a precious baby boy who needed to be protected at all costs. lucky I'm not wedging like a deer skull in there. I mean, I still think nothing can really talk. When did I get a longsword? <laughs> yes! Moira pulling a longsword out of her purse. Mary Poppins' ass over there. We should be laughing by the way. It's why you can't get Matt Blades to work with. Just ruins things. As 
you start putting these stakes into the ground to make sure the, this bookcase doesn't move, giving it a quick shake, it seems to stay still. You hear like a twang, twanging noise is, and a small like drop, dropping the metal screws is. He pulls, is Edmund pulls like this, like six inch long lever out of the um, drawer. I guess that worked. Sure. Well, I guess we can proceed at our leisure then. How long is this, Patrick? We stay with me? I mean, once you open the door, you'll be able to hear. I open the door and gesture I'm... for the others to stand back a bit in case it's paper trapped. Stand back and wield my loot. Are you, like, swinging it straight open, or are you opening it and peeking? I'm opening it and peeking because I... If I... If light hits, like, off a tripwire or something, then I'll be able to see it slowly, but not quickly. As you... Something just had to <laughs> As you inch open the door and take a look, you don't see any wires or any obvious traps, you just see a stone staircase going down about 30 foot. Hmm. And then veering off to the left. Staircase. And pull it the rest of the way. Is it pitch black the whole way down? Oh, it's lit. There's torchlight. Can I uh, send Cicero ahead and look for his eyes? You can't do that. As he, you just see Azriel's um, eyes flash white for a second. Is they seem to like tense up. You see Cicero like shake his head for a second as he leaps off and blows down this um, stairwell. Is he going straight around the corner or are you having him poke his head round? Because obviously you do control him at this point. He's going to put his tiny little paws on the corner and peek around. As you do that, there... It looks like a lab down here. As you see one individual sat at a table with a um, feathered pen seeming to write something. It doesn't look like Alec here as they look down at this paper continuing to write. But they just stop and look up. With a smile. Just given the Joking that they catch in the corner of their eye a smile. So, so it's going to drop to the floor and basically play it being a normal creature now. That just found his way in here. As, as he drops to the ground, 
this elf just smiles and continue, looks back down at the paper he's writing on. It's weak, weak. Wink here, wink, wink there. Here, a wink, there, a wink. Everywhere, a wink, wink. <laughs> he seems to. He seems to just continue writing. He, you can tell he's acknowledged the fact that Cicero is there, but he hasn't. He seems to just continue with what's left of his writing. All right, I'd like to return to myself then and tell the others what I saw. A whisper. Very, very quietly. And tell them to be very, very quiet. Elf not on the shelf. An elf under the stairs. Well, if they are uh, writing in a book, perhaps they are willing to make a deal or... We may be able to end this without bloodshed, but we will not be able to do anything unless we go and approach them. I do not suggest we all go at once. The element of surprise, in case their hostility is unchecked, would be very advantageous. Did they look strong, aggressive? What did they look like, DM? It's a bit hard to tell from where they were sat, but from what Cicero saw, they are. They come off as a high elf from where they were sat. They had quite smart, almost noble like uh, black robes. They had quite tanned skin with um, dark long hair. Their ears just poking through, but. At an odd glance, the ears look ever so slightly longer than the average elven ears. I'll repeat this all. Sorry, my voice is starting to go now. And they had these like dark brown eyes. So they have like the wood they have wood elf characteristics. But they look more smooth and regal, like a high elf. Uh, <coughs> I repeat this to the others. Well, a... we, we don't want to give away that you and Cicero are connected. So you could potentially watch through Cicero's eyes from here with and I'll look around why don't I go down there I can be quite persuasive to be rude to you but not everybody wants to see your breasts I don't <laughs> inspiration inspiration how rude you give me the impression that your method of talking is, hello, my name's Anya. And they just are ripping open her shirt. <laughs> I mean, I'm not shaming you if that's your method of dealing with things. I know everybody deals with things differently. But maybe they're not into breasts. <laughs> well, 
I will. I have more than just my breath to help me. Okay. Oh, that's a concerning thought. Okay. Well, I was going to suggest someone come with me, because no offense to you all, but I look like the more typical muscle, which would give an intimidating factor to whoever is being the persuasive one. If you and Anya wish to approach the elven journalist, I can stay with Azriel and provide backup in case something goes wrong. Kind of raise an eyebrow, Amadeus, like you want me to go with her? It's okay. I've got an outfit I can put on. It's fine. Okay, let me do the talking. Boobs, McGee. This is, it's an outfit which will, which, which will be very distracting, but not in a bad way. Is it a dinosaur costume? No. I fought a dinosaur oh. once. That was a weird day. It's, it was not a dinosaur costume, no. No, it's, um, it's a Jester's outfit. Nathaniel turns to Edwin <laughs> and he's like, do you want to come with? Since you know more about all this than I do. Fucking cloud. I can tag along if needs be. Right. Fuck it. I'm. We've all been stood up here whispering for too long. So. Just decide who's coming with me. Please do not flash your breasts at anyone. Time to take the outfit out of the bag. Are you sure? It's a motley. Nathaniel walks down the <laughs> stairs. Like, no. Evan will follow. Yeah, Evan will follow. You are not a clown, you are the entire circus, Matthew. <laughs> Lard. Anya, like, slowly puts it back in her bag and just follows down. I'll only need them for a couple more minutes. So, just to check, it's Nathaniel, Edmund, is anyone else going down the stairs? I think Anya said she was going. Yeah, Anya's going down as well. So, Nathaniel, Edmund, and Tits McGee start to head down the stairs. <laughs> um, as you come around this corner, Seeing Cicero on the ground, staring up. Seemingly, Cicero has always had a slightly cautious side to him at first before he gets introduced to someone, but he seems quite relaxed as he stares up, almost curious, as this elf seems to finish writing and looks up to you guys as you get to the bottom of the stairs. Good evening. Good evening. Yes, ma'am. What's... I would ask what you're doing here, because clearly you weren't invited. I mean, it's kind of hard to get an invite to a spooky lab in behind a secret bookcase in the mayor's house, if I'm honest. You know what I mean. You're not here for me, you're here for the mayor. I mean, if I can assist you in any way, I can put that on my to-do list. 
Oh, no, I'm good. My work's done here anyway. Just finishing up some last notes and then I'm off to the capital city for other work. Being a scientist keeps you busy. Good, good. I mean, where is our mutual acquaintance? He he leans back in his um, chair, his hands steeple slightly in a more... The seriousness turns to more of a smug expression. Convince me. Why should I tell you where he is? I've got something for this. Kind of raises an eyebrow at you, like, what? That's a charm person. Okay. Well, as you allow a small whistle, the um, your spell lingering in the air for a second just before it can strike. There's just a smile as he lifts one hand and snaps his finger, and you feel the spell cut. Counter spell's a wonderful thing, isn't it? A part vicious mockery. You haven't been hurt. Don't have to. It's not a reaction spell. It's a cantrip. Okay, you're oh, going to no. viciously mock the guy we're trying to discuss with. Let's see. What's your spell save DC? Because he got a 17 on the dice plus. It's a 13, Alex. Okay. <coughs> right. If you're done, what what are you after? Well, I know what you're after. Forgive me, I'm a bit thrown off by the child you brought with you. As, as I was saying, you wish to know where the mayor is. Yes. Absolutely. Tell me. Ex ignore my compatriot. I met them less than a day ago and regretting my life choices. I already am ignoring them. You can, I am delighted. Brain cells don't travel far in her, I can tell. <gasps> You are you I, I you are lucky. Start rolling. I just start rolling Anya. up her sleeves. Step back. Fine. Sit back one step. Everyone just put a hand on your shoulder to make sure you don't like lunch for it. <laughs> Personally, I have no stake in whatever the hell is going on around here. My main concern is the fact that. I did a task, as any traveller getting jobs does, and now for some reason, I'm, I'm under scrutiny. I'm under attack, and the mayor's behind it. Yes, he, that he is. He assigned me to make a remedy, which. He's used some of the material that I've created for himself, and the rest he's selling out to some bandits in Afroto. But the job was yeah. to make the the job was to make the material. I've been paid for it, and other work is in total rest for me. So I don't intend to stay here much longer. Well. Considering we're now seemingly wanted for crimes we did not commit, 
I'd personally like to discuss with the mayor what the fuck is going on and whether I can not be involved. That doesn't have to come through harm to him or yourself. Necrozomite, as that is what he's asked me to create, is a is a compound, a material created from the innate cells of people who are born with magic. It grants two abilities once it was perfected. It grants the ability to be innately magical and it can grant extended life. So it's not one hundred looking for extended life. Oh, it's not for me. I not really interested in any of that. I have a long enough lifespan. Mm. I just need some money for this world of commoners. The only way we're going to get this resolved in any way is if we follow the trail of well partly missing people and partly drugs really isn't it people that were that disappeared are dead unfortunately yes I'd gather Not a lot that. Can be done about that but yes the drugs are out in the desert just came from there. You know how long it takes to get sand out of feathers? Horrible thing. Fine. Abrito, yes? Yes. But that's not where the mayor is, though. That's just where the drugs are going. Well, I'm assuming the mayor's making a scarpa towards one of the major cities. Give me a persuasion check, please. I'd offer the help, but I think I'm giving no help at this point. I think you used your luck up with this individual, Anya. Yeah. Uh, plus two, sixteen. He seems to lean back a bit more, just the smirk being more calm and collected. Actually, the mayor is no more than 200 foot away from us. Hmm. Behind the trees at the back of this property, there's an outhouse. An extra property right at the end. He's leaving tomorrow. Interesting. You've already been paid, yes? That is correct. So if we were to go pay him a visit, it would not affect you in any way? Absolutely not. I, I've done my work. Gruesome work, unfortunately, but it is whatever pays the bills. And I couldn't, quite frankly, care. Whatever happens to him, that's not my problem. Well... This has been an informative conversation. Good luck on your journey. Safe travels on the roads. At this point, he does stand up, which he's a good 6'5", as he stands up. 
he looks down at Cicero, who at this point seems to like flutter over onto the table. As he looks down and gives him a quick scratch. Pulling a ring out of his pocket as he looks back up at you three to make sure you're not trying anything. Cicero, give this to her. There's a lot coming in. She needs to be prepared. As he looks back up at the rest of you. Before um, he pulls up his hood in with a wave of his hand, a, um, a portal opens behind him. Was Azriel listening? Like, was Azriel looking through Cicero's eyes? Or was they letting, staying up there with um, given, given this tunnel isn't very long, they could probably hear it. Oh, yeah, that's a fair point. As he um, gives Cicero the um, ring, who, as he, like, holds it in his mouth, he starts walking towards the portal before looking over his shoulder. There's a lot on the way, and unfortunately you've marked yourself as targets. Just keep an eye over your shoulders. And with that he walks through the portal, closing behind him. Well, let's go beat up the mayor. <laughs> better it'd be good to get the pan of flesh I, I do apologise for my actions I know you were trying to help but sometimes sometimes you yeah. just have to play along with how they want to converse yes I'm sorry kind of head up head back up the stairs I mean, if everyone's been able to hear this conversation, they can probably tell exactly where I'm going. As you head up and just men just to be sure, mention what you heard to the other two, um, Edmund and Anya following up. Cicero quickly behind them as he flutters onto your shoulders as we are looking. Rather excited as he offers you this silver ring that's in his mouth I'll take it because he probably shouldn't put metal in his mouth he does do like a little <laughs> noise is he takes his head and like squeeze nudges into you mm. you'll look out through the window in now that he said it it seems more obvious as just in the distance behind the trees you do catch the outline of the building that feels like a good place to end today's session with the mayor's location uncovered will this group of individuals will this group of strangers finally be able to stop him find out next time in Tales of Meridian. This podcast was brought to you by me, Alex, in conjunctions with Visionaries Global Media and Matatat Productions. 